The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Critical initiative! <laughs> right in the mummy-daddy buttons. Excuse me, I need to grab a whole lot of dice. Well, that makes it difficult. You wouldn't be saying that if you were wearing my felt underwear right now. No, it's not gonna be the same plan. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I didn't die. I mean, Ildev's like completely attracted to her at this point. Would she smile on me in a golden color? <laughs> tut tut Like they're dating? My two unconscious loves. Bad woman. But uh he yeah, he just called me mean. He he's he's definitely not happy with us. But I do want to touch her. If it did belong to like her grandmother or something, it's gonna be pretty hard to get in her pants after that. We just gotta uh, survive also- till dawn. Did you know that it's June now? Do you know what else is in June? Why it's our next live show! On June 23rd, we'll be at the Long Game an event being put on by Gamers Against Alzheimer's at Burlington International Airport. It will feature actual plays, tournaments, general play, learn to play, pay to play, stay to play, cray to play, Tanqueray to play, Michael Bay to play, and all sorts of other RPG goodness. Check out Gamers Against Alzheimer's on Facebook for all the details and to RSVP. Come out, say hi, play a game, and support a good cause. Before we get to the episode, you may notice that Olash is very quiet in this one. That's because Nicole, her human counterpart, was unable to join us for the session. Don't worry, she'll be back with us for next week. Now, in the paraphrased words of the artist formerly known as Prince, we're gonna party like it's episode 49. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party threw down against Pasht. It was a tense battle as she did not hold back, but the party was eventually able to strike her down. They did not have much time to bask in their victory, though, as mere moments after carrying Pasht's unconscious form into the back room, the captain of the guard entered through the busted front door and demanded to know what was going on. Quick thinking on Ildov's part saw her disguise herself as Pasht and convince the captain, somehow, that everything was fine. The party then decided to spend the night at the ORE station house and get out of town ASAP in the morning. We pick up now right where we left off. It's about 9 p.m. You're settling in to rest for the night before you skedaddle. Olash is going to to take a full rest right now. She's just going to sleep because she definitely got the most damage during that fight. Mm-hmm. So given that it's about nine, you guys want to leave as early as you can. What's the watch order? How are you guys going to get full rests? I think that uh, Ildav was going to wait to take her watch for the carpenter. Yeah. Right? So I think, yeah, we, we the carpenter said that they were coming early in the morning. Like, probably right about the time we want to leave. So, you probably should be the last watch. Yeah. So, I mean, Yarfik can take the first. I'll, I'll stay up at least at first and let everyone sleep it off, and then I'll sleep through the rest of it. Okay, well, okay. so here's the thing. If it's 9 p.m. right now, and mm-hmm. you guys are leaving at, like, 6 in the morning, you will not have enough time to do, like, a full watch shift and get a full eight hours of rest. Hmm. That could be a problem. Uh, both you and Cassian yeah. need the rest because you both got injured and you're both used a bunch of spells. I can, I mean, I don't, I can take like a short rest. Yes. Because Yeah, that's true. You I, can recover almost yeah. everything from a short rest. Yeah. Except your hit points if you got hurt. But I didn't. Okay. So, I'm So I, yeah. All so I need is a job. short rest to regain my spells and then. So does that help us if that, she takes a yeah. short rest now and then the rest of us sleep the night through? Is that a plan? You can certainly do that. Um, short rest will get you all your spells back. Yeah. Uh, you still need to like rest. Yeah. Normally, otherwise you'll really take a point dice. of exhaustion. Oh. Well, you could. She didn't take any damage in the fight. No. How about this? 
if you take the short rest, we we do our watches and sleep through the entire night. Mm-hmm. If you're exhausted, we can put you in the back of the wagon. You can take a nap while we're riding off after that and catch up on that. Okay, I can put myself in the back of the wagon. You're, I, I apologize. You know, I, I you you are a very so. independent half elf warlock. It's perfectly fine. Sure, but semantics aside, yeah. Um, that might work better. That way we can get out of town and then you can hop in and take a sleep and then we're all set. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I'll, ga- I'll take, need, I'll gamble. I'm just, do we need to leave at six o'clock? I know that we were thinking that's the earliest we could leave. I, well, well, and I guess we don't want to linger. We, we didn't, yeah, we don't want to linger. If we didn't have to. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know. You could stay longer. We could, but right now we have the head of the Ori tied, or the Ori guild house here tied up in her own room. And people asking questions, and you're impersonating her. And we don't want to go any farther than we have to with the impersonation, just to get ourselves out of trouble. Unless you want to. If you want to stay and be passed. I mean, I, it's not like I want to. Like, I will if I have to. Do we have any other business in this town? But I don't think... Not really. Yeah, no, I think that we just need to get out and go... I agree, and we have to figure out... Then we can. can deal with the consequences of the fact that the ORE is coming down on our heads no matter where we go now. Well, I mean. All right. Well, if you're good with collapsing in the wagon, you know, as soon as we head out, I guess we could do that. Uh, I don't love it, but we could. But I guess it's it's our best option. Uh, yeah, I think that's our best option. So. So, uh, Yarvik, you're taking a short watch. I'll take a short watch while she short rests, rest. and then I'll go to sleep. Okay. Cassian and uh, and Ildov, you sort of roll out your bed rolls uh, somewhere on the floor in the room. Uh, so that you can take a rest. Olash is already out cold. She had a she had a rough day, <laughs> um, and uh, you all you do drift off to sleep. Uh, Yarfik, what are you doing while you're on watch? I was going to first uh, use my last third level spell and cast ascending and send a uh, kathok. Let him know that we're going to be heading north to uh, Varasiorsa in the morning, okay. and he can meet us on the road there if he wants to come through. And then, oh, sorry, something just occurred to me. Can you cast that spell alarm with that? work in terms of getting us rest? I don't know if I have that. Oh. I don't think I have alarm. Okay. For some reason I thought maybe maybe Eowyn was the one. As far as I remember, Eowyn had alarm. It wasn't me. Okay. Alright, never mind. I, I mean, sorry. Continue. Thank you for comparing me to the person that we had to leave behind to actually have a career. You know, I understand how deficient I am in your eyes in most magics, but still. Yep, that's what that was all about. <laughs> yep. It was just, yep, it's it a personal attack on me. I get it. Crashing. No, uh, so yeah, I, I send the sending spell, and then I'm going to sit uh, by the door inside. Mm-hmm. I'm going to crack it open so I can see her, make sure she doesn't break her By the, the door to the back room? Yes. Okay. So the door's going to be open. I'll put a chair up there and just kind of sit there and observe both sides. Okay, keep an eye so you can, keep an, you can look through the crack in the door, make sure she's still in there, right. and also keep an eye on the front. Check on her, make sure she needs, if she needs like food or water or anything. Gotcha. Just, yeah. Gotcha. Um, she, uh, as you sort of look back and forth, the piece of silk that you guys put over the front door sort of billows in the night just as wind comes through and goes back. And uh, the town outside is relatively quiet. You guys are sort of off the main drag in the ORE station house. You know, every so often you hear someone who's very drunk wander by, but no one really gives any trouble because it's just like it's the the broken door phenomena, right? Like it just it looks like something happened here, so no one wants to fuck with it. And as you glance into the back room, Poshed remains asleep. You can see her chest moving at normal intervals. She seems to be breathing just fine, but no change in her expression. She's not even really like moving at all in her sleep or anything. I'm gonna. And you just sit there and watch her chest. Yes, I like do. A creep, like a real creep. I'm gonna pull out a parchment. And uh, just write down a quick little note. Okay. For yourself? No. <laughs> okay. But I don't want to describe in detail what I'm doing yet because it's oh. not what everyone else knows yet. Okay. Sure. That's fine. Uh, so you write that note and it is. Uh, I, w- I will note you the note and hand it to you. Sure. Uh, you don't have to do it right now, okay. but yeah. So you you write your note and and that all continues and everything's fine and come about one. 1.30 in the morning or so, uh, you know, enough time has passed for, for Ildov to have gotten through her short rest, so you go and just sort of gently shake her awake, I assume. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I, I gently wake you up, and I show you that I set up a chair so you can see both rooms and let you know that no, nothing's changed even with the gallery or anything else. We're perfectly set, and I'm going to go to bed. 
Okay. Ildov gets up. You you pack up your bedroll so that you're easily able to to get out in the morning, and you go and take position on the chair uh, where Yarfik was, and do much the same thing. You keep watch of the front door. Every so often, the curtain just sort of billows back and forth. You glance into the back room. Yarfik sets up his bedroll, drifts off to sleep, and about maybe an hour or so goes by curtain still gently wafting you glance back into the back room and you just happen to glance back at the moment that Posh's eyes open oh, fuck. <laughs> and her eyes just open and you can see that moment where uh, her eyes open there's just that little that little flicker of like wait where am I what just happened why can't I move why can't I talk and you see that there's just this like momentary flash of panic on her face as she sort of like looks around and then she turns her head to the side uh, and you can see there's sort of like a grimace of pain on her when she does that. You can see it around the eyes and she sees you and sort of locks eyes with you and then she sort of has this moment where her head like relaxes back on the bed, resigned to her fate, like, oh yeah, that's what happened. Are you still in posh mode when this happens? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious if you think you'd be sitting up all night looking like her, just because. I, I mean, I mean, I did. No, I I went back to Ildov at some you point. Did? Yeah, but then I was gonna just like redisguise myself for the carpenter when you heard them coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, That's so good. I'm yeah. So, so I'm. So you're Ildov. I'm Ildov. Yeah. So Poshed sees you, sort of goes back to the position of looking straight up at the ceiling doing anything you stay put um i i'm gonna um oh, sorry uh, <laughs> there's so many different ways this could go so yeah i'm on the edge of my seat i kind of want to i cannot wait to <laughs> see what literally. you're gonna do with this can we i'm sorry i'm trying to find it in my notes but i guess i was too busy drawing pictures did i <laughs> <laughs> did we asked poshed about a gs tier right like we She's the one that pointed us toward Francis because she said if anyone knows any rumors or anything else that he would be the one because he leaves the um, town so much. Okay. That's all she so said. So you didn't ask her about, like, the item specifically. You asked, <clears throat> like, have you heard any rumors about, like, weird stuff? Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, then I'm going to, like, telepathically connect to her Ooh. and just say, uh, oh, hello. <laughs> uh, this is unexpected. I suppose. Look, I don't really have time for pleasantries. What do you know about Aegeus Tear? <laughs> um, Aegeus, Aegeus Tear? I, this, what, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. The blinding blade. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the blinding blade. I don't have the book, I guess. Well, it's in Olash's pack. Or do you, you have it, okay. We all keep our pamphlet-sized copies of it on us. So like yeah, you yeah, y'all have <laughs> chick tracks of the... <laughs> it's like um, a watchtower okay, yeah. just I hand go, out to people. Uh, you know, I can't read any of these. It's a, it's a, it's a source of light and life all its own. The, the blinding blade? I, I don't... What, what is this? Is this what... I, I, what is going on? I'm so confused. This group I'm traveling with has been prophesied to be heroes. <laughs> uh, and we're, we're searching for this thing so we can stop a very dark evil from conquering this world. So you sought power from another great evil in favor of defeating a great evil? This I, is a dangerous path you are on. I sought nothing. I, I, was, I was contacted. And I chose to accept the power because I had no choice. I didn't ask for this life. <laughs> your friends, your friends don't know how much danger they're in. Because of me? You've made a deal with a demon. My demon is, he's really not that bad, I think. If you got to know him, you'd like him. <laughs> <laughs> this is very dangerous thinking. Making a deal with a demon is not just a turn of phrase. You've literally made a deal with a demon. That's how we're having this conversation right now. True, yeah. I'm not speaking out loud. I'm just talking to you through my thoughts. 
we're getting off topic here, though. <laughs> so you know nothing about this blinding blade, this this tear, this this thing that lies in some mountain in a thicket. Maybe not on a mountain. We actually don't know that part. Um, let me think for a moment. Um, well, uh, I am quite a voracious reader, and I have. Um, I can see. Read many stories, and um, I mean, this is. I'm. I'm. If 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 what I'm hearing is correct, or hearing? Am I hearing right now? I don't even know how this works. If what you're saying is correct, then then is this the story of the great pugilistic tryst? <laughs> uh, I have. Yes. 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 This is. This is when. The goddess of strength and the god of war fought across the heavens. Yes, that is exactly it. Yes, yeah, so if, if I remember correctly, the way the story goes is that Sin Pelanteat created a creature that would spark an eternal war. The gods sought to stop him by pouring their power into Nikol. They battled, unknowingly empowering the creature with the gifts of the god of war, strength, knowledge, trickery into life. The gods fight fucked their way across the heavens <laughs> dropped the creature by pure accident and then the mother of the gods cried a tear of pure lights that fell to the mountains. This is us just here. Now I understand. Okay. I mean this is this is the correct story, yes? Yeah, that's exactly what yeah, that's exactly what we're looking for. Well and then yes, I have I have heard of it. This is this is just a story. Uh, it's okay. Okay, it's just a story, but it's also <laughs> I mean supposedly we've got we've got someone very evil coming to take everything over and that's the only thing that can stop it. So so you you believe this? You believe this this to be true? I don't I don't know what I believe to be totally honest with you, but uh, I'm here with the only friends I've ever had in my entire life, so I gotta give it a shot, right? So let's entertain this for a moment, I suppose. Um, if it's in the mountains, hypothetically, there are ten mountains on the continent that it could be. True. So, you know, legendary items like this in the great stories, they always have some sort of strange... A byproduct or, or, or something that happens to the land around them. So a tear from the goddess of life would most likely foster life. So we'd probably be looking at the, the greener and more vibrant mountains. If if this this track, this sir, yeah. So that rules out Grimstonol and the dragon's tooth and fool's rest and Rocklandhest. They're all uh, rocky and dark. Then um, Mount Teague and Mount Eufront are very well traveled and very exceedingly normal. Face Spire has been poured over so carefully that I doubt there's anything there that hasn't already been found. The font is certainly strange, but in more of a random, arcane occurrence kind of way. So that leaves Cloud Pierce and Verse also. No one really knows what goes on above the cloud line on Cloud Pierce, so if something were to exist, it certainly could be there, but then as far as Verseosa, it's uh, one of caves and undergrowth that uh, the Wood Elves consider sacred. So if, if I had to make a wager, I would wager it'd be one of those two. Well, thank you for your help. <laughs> Well, I'm a captive audience. Indeed. You know, we could have this conversation out loud, like adults. I much prefer it this way. <laughs> you need not worry about me. I know that I've been beaten and I'm in honestly far too much pain right now to try anything. Well, sorry to hear that. Uh, Are you? I don't know. I don't know what you were going to do to me, so honestly, I don't know if I'm sorry. I'd much rather be sitting you. in this I position. I was going to help you. Help me by what? Stripping me of my power? Is that how you view this? You view this as a power that can be used to help people? Yes. 
Valera, this is an albatross hanging around your neck. But I... What if I think the albatross is cute? <laughs> Demons will try anything to entice someone to their side. They will prey on whatever it is that you want most. And if what you want most is a cute boy <laughs> and or girlfriend... Yeah, I'll take either. Since that is what they will present to you. There are people who could help you. We would we would send you to Nuala Kandig in the Shiftwind and and they would they would help you. They would sever this connection. You know what? I think I'm done with this conversation. Thanks though. And you break the connection between the two of you. She uh are you still looking at her? No, I looked away. You looked away. You can hear just sort of muffled noises from the back room of someone trying to speak against a gag. Um, and eventually they peter out. And time goes on. You check back every so often. She's in there. Her eyes are closed again. Wind wafts the curtain a little bit more as time drags on. Eventually the sun starts to come up. A little more light starts to come in underneath it. And then we get to about 5.30, 6 a.m., you go and begin to rouse your compatriots, uh, as they should all be well-rested at this point, be able to shake off the events of the previous evening. And there's a, uh, a knock on the outside of the wall, for lack of a better word, since there's no door. We put boards. She knocks on the wall. Okay, I'm going to hide in the back room and gesture for Yarfik and Alush to do the same. Why? I'm going to disguise myself as Poshed. Uh, I thought we were sort of trying to keep it on the DL that we stayed here last night. Or do we not care about that anymore? Well, remember, I went and fetched her, so she knows me as the person that Posh sent to go get her. True. So I can, I figure I can still be in the same room, but if you want, I can go hide if you want. Cassian's... Cat, no, you, you can stay if you want. Cassian is going to hang back, although... I seem to recall you didn't make, like, the best impression on her. I wonder why that... Yeah, maybe I should hide in the back room. <laughs> right, I'm hide in the back room. Yeah. Uh, hello? Pasht? I'm here to fix your door. Come in. She parts the curtain a little bit to the side uh, and, and walks in. Uh, and this is, uh... Well, you know her as Brush Gamble, because that's the only name you've been given. Um, she is a halfling woman. Uh, shorter than, than Yarfik by far, bald, no eyebrows even, very muscular, like this woman clearly works at a forge and knows her way around a hammer and anvil. Um, and she is followed by a lanky young boy, boy, he's probably like 14 or so. He's got all the makings of like Carpenter's Apprentice practically tattooed on his forehead. Uh, and he's carrying a large toolbox and a ladder and she sort of motions for him to wait outside as she looks to you and says, Hi, Pasht, I'm uh, here to set up and start fixing the door. Um, just, you know, let me know if I'm in your way at all, but I should hopefully be outside for most of this. And then she turns around her and she goes, Leon, go set up the ladder. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. He goes, he sets up the ladder outside and she goes, uh, so I'll, I'll just be right out here. Actually, do you mind if I take this, uh, this curtain down? It might be in the way. Uh, uh, sure. So she has Leon do it. She's not tall enough to reach up there. Um, he takes the curtain down. And she uh, begins to inspect the door frame, uh, inspecting the hinges. She climbs up the ladder, inspects the top hinge, and then she turns to Leon and goes, uh, okay, now I need you to go, uh, go back down to the shop, cut a piece of wood that's, you know, these dimensions, this size, and bring it back here. Chip, chip. He runs off. She takes out some tools. She starts undoing the hinges so that they can attach them to the new door when it comes in. She goes, so what exactly happened here, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, uh, just, uh, you know, some practice. Just, you were just practicing? But usually mm -hmm. you go outside the town to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just strange, that's all. <clears throat> she looks around while she's doing it. She's she's already gotten the hinges detached. It only took her about 15 minutes so she's just sort of looking around. She sees the, the pile of all the rubble that, that you guys had collected out of the street. And she just sort of starts inspecting it. She goes, oh, this is, uh, what did you hit this with? Who can even say? Oh. So odd, you know. She starts, like, reassembling it, almost. <laughs> yeah. And she looks at it and she goes, hmm, you know, if I didn't know better... 
I'd say this door was broken inward. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Practice. So wait, you were practicing in the street? And you were firing at your own door? Not, not, not me. Uh, uh, uh the uh, dwarf? Yarfik. Oh. <laughs> you mean that fool that you sent to talk to me last night? I know. He tried to barter with the Lord's smile shining on oh. <laughs> That's not coin. <laughs> she actually no. rubs her fingers together when she says coin. No, no, but this is. And then I hand her, uh, <laughs> uh how much money do I have? Well, what did, what did you, what's in Posh's desk? Oh, yeah. Do we remember what she quoted us for the, nope. The door fix? She said like four. She never actually quoted you for the door fix. She only gave oh. Yarfik her after hours rate to get exorbitant. him to go away, which was 400 gold. Which is way more than a door cost. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> I'll give her ten gold pieces. Ooh, that's uh, very nice of you. Usually, people don't tip until after a job's done. Yes, well, uh, this is to ensure it's a quiet job. <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm going to be using like a hammer and tools. It'll only be so quiet. Oh, oh, okay. I say, so, I mean, I feel why, why. I, I I don't mean to pry. I'm just saying, why bother to be so clandestine about the whole thing? Everybody knows that something happened. I mean, there's this giant beam of light that just shot out the door. There's there's burn marks in the street. You killed Anderson's goat. The goat was uh, going to die anyway. Well, yes, but it was going to be properly butchered before it got cooked. <laughs> Are you you should be giving ten gold to Anderson. That's all I'm saying, right? I will. Fine. About this time, Leon comes back. I've got, I've got the the wood for the door. She goes, ah, perfect. They start affixing, like they do, a bunch of measuring and and affix the hinges to it, and they get it all lined up with the door, and uh, they then they have to take it back down, <laughs> measured incorrectly, and they they put it back up finally. And they get it all affixed, and then they affix the the latches and the handles and everything onto it, so it's all ready to go. And she uh, just gives it a couple of quick tests. She oils the hinges for you, and then she uh, has Leon clean up all of the tools and the ladder and everything, and take them back. And she comes inside with you just for one last thing, and she closes the door and she goes, "Okay, well, it's all uh, it's all set and done. Uh, I'll I'll just bill you." Thanks so much. Uh, anything else you need while I'm here? Not at all. Do you want me to take a look at uh, no, the other I'm door? Good. Or no. Any of the windows? No. Okay. Just. <laughs> Why are there papers all over the floor? Uh, I lost oh, uh, something. I, I get it. I get it. About this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll leave. Uh, are we still on for for drinks? Two days? Of course. <laughs> drinks. Yes. <laughs> Being. Strange today. Uh, sleep, I, I, I you hope know. I'm not being out of place by saying that, but you're just you a, little. a little off. Oh, yeah. Well, fine. Okay. I thought we were friends. I'm. It's uh, just. I'm just tired. Okay. You look relatively well rested, but. What, what oh, thank you. <clears throat> you're welcome. I'll um. I'll leave. I'll uh. I'll let Anderson know that that he should be expecting some gold from you. If I see him. Great. Great. She leaves, <laughs> opens the door, walks out, waves at you on her way out, <laughs> closes the door, walks back down the street. Whew. All right. I turn back into Ildov and call everyone out. Okay. I say, well, uh, that was um, handled. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think we might have taken the opportunity to tell her that, no, we can't meet for drinks because we'll be out of town for a few days, but I guess... You know, we don't want her to die of dehydration in there, so... Uh, are, well, so so are, are we taking her with us? Are we, again, packing someone in the wagon? No, and no. Stay- for the love of no, God, we're no not, more prisoners. No more Okay, because no I was confused there for a second. I'm like, I thought we were going to release her as soon as we were leaving. No, no not release her, we'll just leave. Yeah, yeah she'll so, get herself loose eventually. I hope so. If nothing else, she can just, you know, rub the ropes on a bedpost or something until the friction does it. Like, you can't keep somebody tied up forever without manacles or something I, I understand. I I, I just I, I don't want her dying on us because of negligence because we just run away. I 
don't think I, I'm certain that Here... she's resourceful enough to get herself free as long as she's not under guard. The, what we have to do is ensure that we can get as far away as possible, the, you know, beforehand. To that end, I I think we should. Uh, I I think I might uh, suggest to her delicately <laughs> that she stay quietly in place for eight hours or so while we escape. You know, she hasn't eaten all night, right? That that could be bad. We'll give her some water or something before beforehand okay at this point i'm also going to like try to check out the window to see if i can see the gate anywhere or see if it's open back up because it was locked last night or can i look at the door and take a look oh, you could pop out the door and take a look yeah just stick my head out the door and take a look yeah so you stick your head out the door and you look to the uh to the north gate um and at this point it's about 7 a.m um and you actually look out just as the guards are unbarring the door so you can see them hefting the big bar off and moving it to the side and opening the gates there's a um there are a couple of wagons that that are waiting at the door uh, clearly they looks like they've probably been waiting there all night to get in and there's also just a lot of hustle and bustle from the rest of the guards as it look like they're making preparations for the hunt all right looks like the doors are open we can get out of the city so let's let's let posh you know relieve herself give her a drink of water and then be on her and then we'll try and uh, put the whammy on her as as i'm sitting her up in her bonds, I'm going to slip that note into her pocket. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did the note say? Do we notice him doing that? Can I... Oh. Can we... Are you trying to do it? Yeah, I'm not trying not to be obvious about it, yeah. Can we roll for perception or something? Uh, it'll be against your passive perception. Okay. Okay, minus 13. So what am I rolling? Uh, you are rolling sleight of hand. Oh, jeez. 19. 19. Nobody sees you do it. Well, okay, then. Um... So I asked Posh if she needs to relieve herself before we leave. Have you guys ungagged her? Or... <laughs> no, I, I have I not. Wanna, I'm going to see if she nods or shakes her we, head. We just say blink once for yes. <laughs> she, she blinks once. Um, so we'll unbind her feet or whatever. <clears throat> God, you guys footbound her? We wrapped her up. We like, tied I'm her up kidding. thoroughly. <laughs> okay. I mean, um, at least a couple of us are really good with ropes. I okay. ask, I guess, Ildov to escort her to the washroom. Oh, okay. Ildov, would you mind? Wait, terribly? wait. <clears throat> Why but, do but, I have to do it? But you don't have to. But you know. Is this a gender? Is this a gender thing or? Sort of, partly, yeah. <laughs> wow, this has gotten really heavy in gender politics this episode. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. She's, it's no, it's fine. It's just like she's. Yeah, but it's like she was specifically coming after me. I'll take fine, her to the washroom. Do it. I will take her to the washroom and stand outside. I won't look. No, it's fine. I'll take her. No, someone needs to watch her. That's I'll take her. Saying. I'll take her. Olash will also happily do it. Okay. So. Yeah, Olash can Olash do it. Do it. <laughs> she, I have the feeling she won't remember it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Olash forgets every Nicole's time. not here. Are we being... Are we keeping that under wraps or what? <laughs> no, we're not keeping it under wraps at all. <clears throat> yeah, um, for the listener, Nicole is not present but she's with us in our hearts. Always. Always. So uh, Olash takes Pasht to the restroom. I'm going to check on Gulric and see if he's in the same state he's been the entire time. Sure. Uh, Roll investigation. (laughs) That's cocked. That's not much better. Uh, That's five. You wipe some drool off his face. It looks the same. I don't know what whammy she put on him, but he's he's still out cold. I think that's what she was going to do to me. Probably. That's why we had to d- step up and defend our friend. Oh, thank you. Don't thank me yet. Olash and Posh okay. come back from the restroom. All right, so I take, I pull Yarfik aside and I say, can we do the same, I think we should do the same sort of one-two punch that we did with Golrek. You know, the, you have a, a spell that can lower her mental defenses a bit, right? Before I yep. hit her with the suggestion. I do. I don't feel good doing it to her. What? Why not? Honestly, this is a whole humongous misunderstanding, and I don't feel like adding more flame to a fire to get the Ori more against us. I, do you really think it's possible for them to be more against us than they are already? If we're I, coercing one of their guildmasters, yes. I mean, we defeated her and didn't destroy her. Tied her up. All, all, we're, all I'm going to ask her to do is give us an eight-hour head start. Maybe if we asked her nicely and didn't suggest it to her. We could have killed. Her. We could have killed her. Be honest. Have you, were you were you just raised in a magical fantasy fairyland where no one ever lies or cheats or does anything wrong? She's not going to give us any head start if we don't force her to. How can we be any better than the people we think that other people are if we don't start trusting people? Tr- tr- 
there's a difference between trusting people with you know who are just regular people. Trusting your enemies is idiotic. She's our enemy now. Uh, yes, that's what it means when you fight someone. Uh, I've fought a lot of people that I didn't consider enemies afterwards. We had a disagreement, but they were good people. The, the, the problem here is that I don't want to make an enemy of this person. She already thinks of us as enemies because we stepped up to defend Ildov. Why, I don't, why must you fight me on everything? I'm not Perfect. fighting you on it. I'm just putting out there what you want me to do. I am not complicit in going ahead and suggesting against this. If you ask me to do it, if you tell me as part of your adventuring group that I have to, I may just have to. But this is, I'm lodging my complaint at this point. I don't, I don't understand this attitude. She's, she'd throw us all in jail in an instant if our roles were reversed and she was, we were bound and she was free. Would she? Do I'm we not know even that? trying to do that. We barely know her. All we've done is come into her shop, buy things from her, now stolen from her, and defeated her in a magical battle that destroyed her door. Fine, let's ask her. Can I just Hush. interject and say that yes. we're at least very clearly much cooler than she is? So... <laughs> I mean, that's not up for debate. I understand that. So that is one thing that we have over her. It's true, but personally, I would give her the benefit of the doubt. She... She was bested by us. We we don't have to untie her. We don't have to do anything else, but we d at least show her a modicum of human kindness. She has done nothing except her own job against us. And we did our job till we defended you. I understand that. And it is her job that makes her an enemy. But you can always make an enemy. It's just like if we were soldiers on opposing sides in a war. And I'm not even proposing that we kill her. Well, just ask her to sit still for a little bit longer than she normally would. Right, but sometimes the enemies that you have can be made into friends or allies by just working through it. Okay, she's never you know gonna be. She's never gonna be my friend. She doesn't need to be your friend. Um. She doesn't. We we are your friends, and we will defend you. If she gums at you again, we'll defend you again. But I need to give this person who is a person this is part doing... of that. Fine. You know what? No, ask no, no. Her. no uh, if, ask her. If you... Ask her what she'll do if we let her go right now. I'd have to ungag her to do so. Ask her if she would let us go if we asked nicely and, and refrain from pursuing us. I will. Would you like me to do it? Okay. All right. So I will let, go. Let's do this now. I will go over. And... Same one blink for yes, two blinks for no system. One blink for yes, two blinks for no? Yeah. Yes. Poshed. First of, first of all, this entire misunderstanding and entire thing that we had go on is very regrettable. We would like nothing more than to let you go and go about your day and go about your business and just let us go in peace. We promise we will not bother you again, come back to this town or bother anyone else again. We are, as you may know, we are on a quest. A quest that needs our attention for if anything should come of it, a great evil will fall over this land. So I implore you, will you let us leave and not pursue us? We, we harbor you no ill will. None at all. You, we know you are just doing what you were told to do by the Oari. She listens. And you say same one blink for yes, two blinks for no system. She sort of moves her head back and forth in that, like, I'm mulling something over kind of way. And she blinks once. And then she closes one eye. So I take that's not very helpful. I take that as a yes, but a maybe. Is that <laughs> is that is that correct? She blinks once. What? What are we supposed to do with that? Yes, but if, a maybe. She's if, just trying to get us to take the gag off so she can throw a spell at us. She doesn't even need to speak to cast spells. Yeah, she doesn't. She, she needs to be able to do one or the other. A motion with her hands. I don't think anybody in this game can cast spells totally immobilized. Technically, like a demon or something. as as a sorcerer, you can spend a sorcery point if you have a specific thing to cast a spell without requiring uh, verbal or somatic components. The only thing that would still require is material components, but we don't play with material components because fuck that. <laughs> well, does, I mean, don't we replace that with a spell focus? Isn't that like, isn't that how that works? You don't know what her spell focus is or where it is. And she could, she could have probably at any point broken out and come after us. I will also sta state that we, we do want to let you know that your pseudo-dragon is looking forward to seeing you. She is waiting outside. We want to return you to the She rolls Italy. her eyes. It's a he. Valera, what do you think about all this? I say you suggest it to her and we just get, get the F out of here. Okay, you understand, though, that when I say suggest, I mean... Yes. Yeah, I know you mean suggest. That's what I, like, suggest at heart, okay. you know? 
Great. Okay. And let's yes. go. We don't really Fine. have that much time. Yeah, then let's do it. It's not going to hurt her. Exactly. It's making it making it things worse. I mean, things are already pretty bad. I I will offer her Can I offer her one other other suggestion before we go ahead and go on our way? Fine. What? Okay, what? Poshed. I give you my word as a priest of a G as a man of the holy cloth that no harm or ill will or evil will come from anything to do with Ildov or anything else as we go along. We will not interfere in any way or make the Ori want to come after us. I promise you that if you will let us go and not come after us. She will be under my care and my protection. She looks at you, and then she looks at Valera. I wink at her. <laughs> and she gives you this look like this isn't a yes or no question. Mm-hmm. She's essentially like giving you these eyes that are like okay. begging you to like like talk like, establish okay. the links because okay. I have to okay. say something. Okay, so to I you. connect to her. Yeah. She looks at you and she goes, "He can't promise that. He can't promise I that ha- nothing you will do will cause harm." I mean, I may cause harm, but it's in the name of something good. On the same, I'm you know, on, essentially on the same side as you. Flira, you may think that, but you're on a very dangerous path. I will let you go. I, I, I am without options at this point. And I will even give you a modicum of head start. I need to heal myself before I can do anything anyway, but but I cannot promise that the ORE will not come after you because you are a problem. Well, I'll be traveling with these folks only for a short amount of time then. Just, uh, don't come after them. You can come after me, but they just happen to welcome me into the group, so they're not really at fault here. Tells that to the one who put an arrow in my neck. I will pass along that message. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, though. Okay. Uh, What'd she say? So she... All right, she's going to give us a little bit of a head start. She said she would. Do we have a word? I can't believe I'm even entertaining this notion. Yeah, uh, it's like you people haven't grown up surrounded by betrayal and 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 thievery okay, and, I telepathic- and calumny. This is what the world is. I telepathically connect to Cassian and say, "Yeah, of course. No, definitely definitely cast the spell." I don't trust her. <laughs> okay, I think back at her. You, okay. Sorry, are you about to like send Yarfik to go get the wagon yep. and the horses so yep. that yep. you guys can cast the spell when he's not there? Yeah. yeah okay. Yep. I like that plan. Okay. I say and I, well, and I'm also going to say to I'm your thing. Like, I, I, I can. I wanted to say at this point, as you said, you know, you never grew up around, you know, s- stealing or anything else. No, I. We all may have had our betrayals in the past, but some of us can become better than it. Yeah, and trust Cassian, others. we can be better than that. See, say, even uh, okay. Valera is with me on this. What do you mean, even Valera? Yeah, what do you mean, even Valera? <laughs> She's the I, lowest I, of the low, and even she had a good thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I throw my hands up and I say, "Fine, I'm tired of arguing about this." Yarfik, will you fetch the wagon and we'll guard her so we can get out the hell out of here? We have your word, Posh. We'll blink once for yes that we can get out of here. She blinks. All right, I'll go get the I'll go get the wagons. Uh, Olash, you want to come with me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she'll go with you. Yeah. Well, I need help, but there's like four horses. I can't get them all myself. Three. Okay. You have three horses and two oxen. Right. That's a that's like four horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone you know? knows one ox is half that's a horse. Like, exactly. <laughs> anyway, I we 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 go out and get the the wagon. Okay, so you guys go out. You go to the public stable and retrieve all your belongings. What are Hildov and Cassian doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> as soon as they're gone, Cassian is going to look at Posh and say, once you free yourself, no. I'm, no, I'm not even going to get that caveat. I'm just going to say, make no attempt to come after us or send anyone after us. And cast that as the suggestion. Okay. Note that I'm not saying she can't lose herself from her bonds or do whatever else she wants. I'm just putting that in the Oh, you're, you're, um, yeah, you're a nice guy. So that's a... That's a wisdom save DC 15. Okay. So you say that? Uh, I believe the last time we did this, I could tell if the save passed or not. Right? We had to nope. do insight to make sure. Is that is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. We watched Golrick's behavior or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, well, whatever. We gave it a shot. I, I say... <laughs> I say, for what it's worth, I, I know it's probably not worth much. I am sorry that we had to fight you and hurt you and tie you up. In another life, 
I would have loved to be the friends of uh, such a literate and, and uh, fascinating conversationalist as yourself, but I'm loyal to my friends. What can I say? And I telepathically connect with her and say, I'm sorry you can't see that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use these powers for good. I understand that that's what you think you're doing. This path leads only to ruin. I just want to save you. Well, I uh, have heard that before. That needs saving. Okay. (laughs) I'm doing just fine on my own. Thank you very much, and goodbye. (laughs) Slam. Uh, okay, so where are you, where are you, are you just like leaving her? Where are you putting her? We're gonna put her in the uh, back room, right? Like that's where she is. That's where we are. Yeah, I sat her up in the bed before. I left. Yeah, yeah. Under the bed in so the back room. We're just leaving under her the there. Bed. You said under? under the bed. Putting her under the bed. I mean, just in case somebody wanders in before she's able to free herself. Again, the more that we can do to <laughs> to give ourselves time here, the better. I think. Oh, okay, yeah. Are you sure. guys gonna let the Should we set or? a few barricades? Should we set up a few barricades? <laughs> well, you can like move. You can like, like put her under the bed and then like move crates and stuff <laughs> so that she's not visible. Um, if you yeah, want to like okay. build a fort. Yeah. <laughs> and are you gonna let the yeah. pseudo dragon in to, to see her? Or because didn't we promise the pseudo dragon? Uh, Olash maybe did. Wow. <laughs> Wow. What? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hear. That was in her animal talk. Yeah, Olash, none of us no heard that. Yeah. You're so you're you're just assuming that Olash didn't share the terms of that with you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe she probably not. did. I don't know. I'm assuming she did. Um, okay. She would have told you. So yeah. So we barricade. We kind of create like a little fort around the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, not like super close, but just like enough to obstruct block view. Yeah. Um, it's easy enough. But out of respect for Olash, we will let the pseudo dragon in right before we leave. Yeah. So you go what ahead. What's his name? Leepshin? Leepshin. 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 So you go ahead and you move a bunch of like crates and barrels and stuff into the uh, sort of the, the sightline path from the door to the bed um, so that if anyone looks in, they'll just immediately be like, someone built a fort. Okay. Um. <laughs> you know how those ORE <laughs> people are. Practice. She's probably having a sleepover. I don't know. <laughs> Practice. Um, but they uh, they won't be able to see directly under the bed from there. Uh, and then you leave the back room. You go and gather your things. And, uh, you know, sort of serendipitously at that moment, Yarfik and Olash come back with the horses and oxen and wagon and everything. Uh, so you go ahead and open that, that back door and, and sort of signal to Liebchen that he can go in. You allow him in. You close in the door. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and let them be alone together. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and with Gulrek. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, but yeah, we'll close the door, and then get out. So close the door. Go load up your wagon and horses. Uh, hey, uh, Gassian. Uh, one thing, we, another reason we probably need to get out a little bit faster. Daybreak was uh, kind of being friendly with some of the other horses in the stable and uh, may or may not like have... Like father, a, like son. Oh, it, it, it was bad. Did you, <laughs> a, did you <laughs> sire a horse, <laughs> You people are sick. <laughs> I'm just saying, we, we may have another, uh, let's say, encounter on our hands we should get out of here for before uh, someone else realizes what happened. You... Are you telling me my horse has an illegitimate child? That may, may or may not be happening soon. Yes, probably. Wait, right. soon? Is the gestation <laughs> period of horses like 40 minutes? <laughs> Everything seems it's quick to It's a fantasy to... world, Sam. <laughs> and this horse can fly. No, um... Um, so you you load everything up and you mm-hmm. make your way out. You progress towards the north gate. Um, as you get there, you hear a now familiar voice uh, of the guard captain uh, just sort of barking out orders to everybody, saying things like, Make sure everyone has a full quiver of their own. I don't want to get anywhere near that thing until we've turned it into a pincushion. And uh, as you go to pass by her, she uh, just happens to be turning in your direction. She and she sees you all moving through, and she goes, "Have a pleasant journey." Oh, thank you. <laughs> we generally do. I blow her a kiss. Uh, she does not return one. Ooh. I say, you know, Ouch. I think it will be especially pleasant. We've I feel that we've uh, unburdened ourselves in this town. Don't you agree, gang? Yeah, Never I. Mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you saying this just to your group, or are you saying this to the guard captain? No, to to our group. Okay. To, just to the group. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, we did, you know, lose a pretty heavy load, right? Yeah. 
we were so, we were yep. really backed up with a load there, and now we've definitely let it go. <laughs> you really had a turtle head poking out. We we dropped the kid off at the Ari. We we were touching cloth, and now it's completely gone. You know, you had the kids with you, and now they're in the pool. Away! Anybody else have a poop joke they want to make? <laughs> no, I'm good. Nope, let's, hit the road. <laughs> let's go. Um. So you continue on through the gate. What's the marching order? Just so I know. I'm wherever the wagon is. Oh, I'm uh, in the wagon because I need to take. I need to rest. Okay, more. so you're in the wagon yeah. resting, taking up Gulric's vacated spot. Ha! <laughs> ah, uh, stretching out. Taking a sleep, as Cassian said earlier. <laughs> taking, <laughs> taking a sleep is in. That is what you said. Yeah. Uh, so you're in there taking a taking a good sleep. Uh, your horse is hitched to the back of the wagon. Uh, I'd say probably Olash is out front, just for perception checks and the like. Yeah. Uh, Cassian has taken up the rear uh, as you guys progress northward out of the city of Crossroads towards the mountain known as Verisayorsa. And that is where we'll end this episode. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. And you know what? You should follow us, and you should check out the other podcasts from Puma Knife. I mean, we ain't going to tell you how to live your life, but... Okay, we are going to tell you how to live your life. Go do it. Also, review us on every platform conceivable. Your reviews get us exposed to more people. And wouldn't you sleep better knowing that you've helped us expose ourselves to more people? We know we would. Also, head on over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and consider supporting the show to get some cool rewards and help us improve for you. You can get an extra weekly podcast, a custom on-air shout-out, and details on all our homebrewed items, which is pretty damn cool if you ask me, which you did, so I answered, because, you know, social contracts and all that stuff. Come see us live on June 23rd at Gamers Against Alzheimer's The Long Game. It will scratch your RPG itch in a way that makes your leg wiggle like a puppy's. Plus, it supports a good cause. So you should come, or do you hate puppies or something? All the music in this episode was written and recorded by Adam Raven. You can hear all of his other work at imadeitup.com, and it is worth your time. Tune in next time for a true milestone, episode 50. As the party leaves Crossroads and travels northward toward Verisayorsa and the supposed resting place of the Tear of Vigia, we'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production.